the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast, news and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio. On Twitter, the Broncos Blitz Podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And I tell you what, today on the podcast, we've got a good one. There's a lot of new changes coming to training camp that starts in about a week. And I'm going to tell you about some of them and give you a lowdown on what's been happening. And, well, the NFL looking to potentially cut a couple pre season games how about cut the whole darn thing we'll talk about that today on the podcast too and who does it affect on the broncos roster what positions does it affect we'll get to that as well but first want to say hello and welcome to our friends over there at DraftKings sportsbook hey grab your peanuts grab your popcorn because baseball it is back and that's right the boys over there down on blake street will be getting back out on the diamond this week and while we may not be able to join them in the stadium, here's the deal. There's plenty of action to be had from the comfort of your home, and of course there is no better place to get in on the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To celebrate baseball coming back, DraftKings Sportsbook offering fee be- free bets for every home run your team hits. This is kind of a cool little promotion they got going on. Take advantage of the Grand Slam offer. It's easy to hit a home run. When all you got to do is place a pregame bet of at least $25 on your home team, and for every home run they hit in that game, you'll get $25 worth of free bets. So they hit one, and basically you get your money back. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering all new users a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't worry, if baseball isn't your game, here's the deal. DraftKings offering great odds, promotions on all the sports going on, ranging, of course, from MMA to basketball. Hey, uh, football, futures, a lot of great stuff over there at DraftKings Sportsbook and, of course, U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable, easy to deposit, easy to withdraw your funds. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code MHS when you sign up, but you got to use that promo code MHS. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code MHS to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The Denver Broncos, of course, are going to be going through some, uh, well, uh, hoops that they will have to jump through along with every other team in the NFL as uh, many of the COVID rules, if you will, are starting to get announced throughout the league. Now, of course, initially the idea was to trim the uh, preseason games down to two. There is now a proposal to get rid of the preseason games altogether whether that is in the case of safety or maybe the idea that, hey, there ain't going to be fans in the stands, so 
I don't really know if owners are going to be making a ton of money, so might as well get rid of them. Could be a little bit of both. I don't know. But regardless, I think this is probably something that will get approved. We will see. No official ruling yet, but it is certainly looking like that. Now, of course, if and when, because we do kind of have to preference it that way, if and when NFL training camps open next week, they are currently scheduled to have a team roster um, that will include a maximum of 80 players uh, and that's opposed to the usual 90 now that's in an effort to help uh, social distancing measures in team facilities players are scheduled to get tested daily uh, that of course coming out uh, the NFL and the NFLPA announced a Monday on that COVID-19 testing protocol and players and team personnel will basically be tested every day for the first two weeks of training camp, and then it shifts to an every-other-day schedule so long as the uh, the team's positive test rate remains under 5%. So start to do the math, and you'll figure out those percentages. So interesting stuff, of course. Uh, look, the league and the players' union are inching closer to an agreement on rules that will govern many of the training camp and the season for many of these uh, just look weird circumstances it's weird times and so this causes for a lot of different rules a lot of changes obviously look there's a lot of things going on with the media you know i mean at this time we were broadcasting live from training camp with our podcast unfortunately this year there will be very few media members involved and uh, it's kind of this rotation basis type deal it's a very strange deal and look this is all because of the COVID-19 virus and they got to get around it and and we will but certainly is one of those things where um, until further notice this will certainly be a thing that many of us will have to obviously deal with Uh, many of the things that are still remaining unsolved is the extended acclimation period for players in training camp Uh, Of course, there is a lot of things that are somewhat up in the air as well, too, when it comes to timelines, um, like a camp plan, whether how long they can do strength and conditioning only, non-padded practices. uh, You know, this is all still very much up for discussion, so certainly could be um, resolved in the next day or two. And then we start to see this crystallize a little bit more. But I think the big thing really is the discussion about preseason games and how many there will be, how many will be available to these players, and really how many do we even care about. I I, I guess that's the question that I really kind of want to pose, and I did pose that on social media, is do you even care about preseason? I'm going to get to some of your responses in a second, but I'll give you mine because I, I do believe that there's a lot of pros to preseason, the problem. The problem is, is that over the years, it's become a watered-down product, it has lost its luster, we probably scheduled four preseason games whenever that started, I don't even remember, and it was probably a game too much, and so the idea that obviously, look, under the new CBA, looking to shave off a game, but this year under different circumstances, and it's kind of funny because, of course, the Denver Broncos playing five preseason games last year and then now switching to potentially zero preseason games. But this is a big deal for the players. While it's, it's you know, I think a lot of fans are going to look at this and say, you know, it kind of sucks to lose a preseason game or two. 
this is really big for the players, and and unfortunately, I think we're going to start to see careers that may just straight up get derailed due to COVID-19 and all the things that they used to have at their access, which was A, training camp, B, multiple preseason games, if not uh, all four, to kind of illustrate their opportunity, you know, illustrate their skill set for more opportunities, whether it be with the Denver Broncos or with it, that tape that they send to all other 31 teams. This is unfortunate for players, you know, 40 through 53, or I guess technically 40 through 80 uh, when it comes to a roster spot and, and trying to find a job. You know, the Vaughn Millers of the world, the Bradley Chubbs, the Jerry Judys, Cortland Sutton's, Drew Luck, they're going to make the roster. They could have a horrible, horrible training camp, and they're going to make the roster. They're, they're on the football team come week one. It's the Jake Butts. It's the Demarcus Walkers. It's the, uh, you know, depth guys who need this opportunity to a prove themselves to their own coaches but b in the idea that they can't make a roster spot here is take that tape and utilize it and push it elsewhere now denver unfortunately uh, along with every other team in the league is going to be under this this very conservative approach i think with particularly with their rosters i think we saw this back in the nfl draft where you saw teams very much say hey we are going to take a very calculated, a very low risk, a very chill approach with building the roster. We're not going to take a lot of chances. We're going to basically just say, hey, this is the better guy. We're, we're not going to think about it too much, and we're going to stay with our course because we, we simply don't know with this COVID-19, and we don't want to put ourselves in a bad position by you know, getting a little risky and gambling and uh, you know, this is just not the year to do that. And so, you know, any time that you get a, a football player on the field, you know, that's that's terrific. But, you know, for those players, that lim- that time is now extremely limited. And for some of them that may, you know, may not r- make the roster in other years, may have had an opportunity Maybe to land on a practice squad with another team. Maybe to land particularly on Denver's practice squad. I don't know if that's going to happen this year because of the COVID-19 and what it's going to do. I think you're going to see a lot of teams and, and a lot of players. Unfortunately, this is just bad timing with their one shot to try to make it in this league and just not not becoming in a thing, you know. And and look for those who don't believe one moment can change a career. Uh, look no further than arguably Denver's greatest running back and in, in their franchise history, Terrell Davis. You know, does does he make the roster? Is he a different player? Does he does his career pan out the way it does if he didn't have that hit in China uh, or Japan? Excuse me. You know, I I think. These certain small moments, the standout moments, can really change and alter your career for the better or for worse. But the sad part is, unfortunately, is for a lot of these guys, that moment, they're not even going to get it because there may not be a preseason. And quite frankly, for a lot of these camps, I think there's going to be such a, a muted feel, if you will, because of this COVID. And, and it's tough. You know, I mean, look, it's tough enough to 
just get into the NFL, nonetheless stay in it, and for this COVID-19 to continue to affect how uh, everything is being thrown around, look, it is uh, weird times, weird times for sure, but certainly is going to affect the Broncos and how they evaluate things. I, I also think that this preseason comes, you know, this potential cutting of the preseason really comes at a poor time for the Denver Broncos, unfortunately. Look, nothing you could do to control it, certainly, but this is a roster that is trying to, at several positions, juggle brand new starters and and get them into the league up to speed as soon as possible because of their youth. We're talking about, look, and, and we can even fall back on last year's rookies to say this. Noah Fant is the guy in the tight end room, but this is still a guy who is going through that long, deep learning curve of being a tight end in the league. That's learning how to be a, a receiver. That's learning how to be an offensive lineman. We're talking about the offensive line and new additions in Lloyd Cushenberry third, the center position, such a critical position. And quite frankly, I think he's your day one starter. Uh, in front of Drew Locke. You're talking about the wide receiver room, which is completely done. A 180, which I think for most people is the better, but we're also talking about young wide receivers who have to learn on the fly, and maybe their immediate production is a little chilled because of that, because you have such a deep learning curve in the NFL and so now that you have just simply a a five-week span that has really kind of been lessened or cut down that's really unfortunate and and that's assuming we even have what is to be scheduled as training camp as it's scheduled right now I mean wait look tomorrow who knows we could have things completely change and that all could go away and so, you know, this is definitely a tough time for, for a lot of players and guys who are on the fringe, but even more so guys who are expected to bring big production who potentially could have muted years because maybe they just don't get off on the right foot because of a lack of training camp and a lack of preseason. I mean, weeks one through four will basically be their kind of intro to the NFL. And then weeks four through eight are when they're finally going to start to see the game slow down a little bit and they won't be so overwhelmed. Well, you know, A, the hope is that the Denver Broncos aren't, you know, seeing poor play out of that player to where they have to bench them and then they won't get playing time at all. And B, uh, that's 50% of the season. It's 50% of the season, assuming we play these games, that you're not seeing that player at at least a competent level of play. And so certainly going to affect this Broncos team as it's going to affect every other team in this league. But particularly for the Broncos, a little bit of a different story because of the fact that they have so many rookies, 10 draft picks, and a lot of youth at important positions. And again, we go back to last year with Noah Fan at the tight end position. We go to Dalton Reisner on the offensive line. And Drew Locke, obviously, at the quarterback position. So you could say that a big nucleus of their starters this year is young, up-and-coming talent. And obviously, with anything, more practice, more reps, more opportunities for those young kids to learn, the better. But because of COVID potentially taking those away, could see some, well, uh, let's face it, uh, uh, learning experiences on the fly 
in real game time with live bullets flying and uh, the Denver Broncos may pay the price for that in production or in their actual game results. So, and, and look, it, again, should be noted that every team is going to go through this, but I think it is amplified to an extent for Denver because of that youth. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. It is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book app. So I asked you what you thought of the preseason situation. Do you like preseason? Is it dumb? Do you think it's uh, awesome fun? Because there's there's some positive here. And so I'm going to read off some of your responses. You can tweet me at Ronnie K Radio. We'll see what you got on Twitter and what you actually like about preseason or what you don't like. The preseason immediately, I think, just kind of looking down some of these responses is disliked by most people, but certainly, um, you know, there are some who do like it. Zach, our good buddy Zach, who has joined the podcast in the past, it says, I think to a two-game preseason and then joint practices with teams to replace the other two would be great. Obviously, wouldn't work this year, though. Um, you know, obviously, look, the joint practice, I love the joint practices. Uh, from what Denver's done in the past, uh, you know, with uh, the San Francisco 49ers to the Chicago Bears, I, I really like the joint practices, and I actually would like to see more of that in the NFL and potentially take away the preseason game, this big spectacle that really is kind of just underwhelming when you have a little bit maybe more intense joint practices, almost like scrimmages throughout the week for a dedicated week. Uh, Mile High Broncos guy says, it's nice to see the rookies and other depth players play. I don't need to see a first-team player in preseason. Uh, I think there's something to be said there. You know, look, Von again, Von Miller, Cortland Sutton, Bradley Chubb, these guys are making the roster. They, You'd like to kind of see them work out the kinks, the rust, so maybe just for a short time. I don't even think they need to be utilized in the way that they're kind of generally utilized. I mean, a lot, a lot of teams will trot out their starters for a series in week one, and then week two they'll get a couple more series, maybe three or four. Uh, week three is obviously considered the dress rehearsal. They play three quarters, and then uh, the, that final preseason game they take the week off. I think it's a conventional way of thinking that you could just blow up, to be truly honest. Uh, and, and I think only a coach and the players know when their players are ready. So I don't think there really is a correct way to go about it. But certainly the one thing I do know is that the more they're on the field, the more there is an opportunity to potentially sustain an injury. And we don't want to see that in a game that just truly doesn't matter. Joe on Twitter says, give me the all 22 and I love the preseason. Joe's a, uh, a film junkie like me. And, uh, certainly I understand where he is coming from. Tom says subpar football for full ticket and food prices. Preseason sucks. Uh, certainly look, it is a different experience for a fan. Uh, we're going to come at it from the player angle for today's podcast, but certainly for a fan look. Uh, it's different, I suppose, for season ticket holders because they're obviously lumped into that package. At least I do believe that's how that works. I've never been a season ticket holder, to be uh, uh, to full disclaimer. But, you know, I do have to say, you know, if you're buying off of, I don't know, StubHub or any one of these ticket places and you buy tickets to the event, then I guess why are you complaining about the ticket prices? You paid for them. You don't have to go to the games if you're not a season ticket holder. But, 
that's another discussion we'll have for another day. Uh, Brooks on Twitter says it's good for the football itch we all have. It's great for the guys on the bubble for a roster spot. It's good for finding talent on another team that may get cut. It's great for the dress rehearsal. That's about it. Should be two games in the future, and that's it. I do think the two games seems like the best in between the happy medium. Because I, I think I don't want to see preseason just go away. But the idea that you can have a preseason that you know gives you an opportunity to knock off some rust. Uh, a full eight quarters for a lot of your depth guys to just simply show what they have on the field. Um, you know, maybe that first week you really don't see a lot, and it would be an interesting strategy. You know, do you do you play your starters in week one and then not in week two? Do they get a little bit of both in week one and two? Do they not play in week one and then play week two of the preseason? It's gonna it'd be interesting to see how a uh, coach would structure that. Zach on Twitter says biggest issue with the preseason and season now is that teams use the preseason to make up their roster and then use the first four regular season games to actually get going. Should work out a two-game preseason that requires the starters to play the first half at least. I, I, I think you're going to have a bad time uh, in regards to forcing teams to play certain players. Um, you know, I mean, in, in that case, a team just is going to simply list Von Miller as their backup so that they don't have to play him as a starter. So I, that's you get into some gray area that you really can't patrol in that kind of case. But I get the point, you know, he wants to see the preseason become a watchable spectacle, right? A, a watchable event, um, you know, and look, I, I think when it boils down to it, and particularly the subject of this podcast today, that's not what we're discussing, right? What we're discussing is what, how does this affect the team? It's not about how do we make preseason more sexy, because the fact of the matter is, is that you're never going to be make, uh, you're never going to be able to make preseason sexy. It doesn't mean anything in the big scope of things. It doesn't matter. Now, if you add that incentive and say, you know, a la MLB for the longest time is maybe you get, I don't know, home field advantage in some way, shape, or form in the in the Super Bowl or in your postseason. I, I, I don't know how that would work, but, you know, maybe then you start to incentivize preseason and then maybe all of a sudden you have a different vibe to it. But I think all in all that incentive is going to have to be so good to where teams would almost then treat it like the regular season and then what's really the point of preseason then you don't have those depth guys anymore there's just no gray happy medium there and and, and so I think particularly for what the NFL is trying to accomplish what NFL teams are trying to accomplish I I think leaving it with no incentive and the idea that it is what it is it is a warm-up it is very much throwaway games is probably the best way to go about it. So you can, uh, of course, tweet me at Ronnie K Radio. I appreciate all your tweets at Ronnie K Radio on Twitter. And, of course, you can interact on MileHighSports.com. What do you think of preseason? Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you want some more or less of it? Who sang that song? It was a country artist. I can't remember. Uh, anyways, you can uh, check us out on uh, MileHighSports.com. We will be writing all kinds of great Content around the Broncos from training camp observations. We will have the opportunity to see training camp, whether to the extent that we would like more or less. I don't know, but I will certainly at least try to get into the dwells of Dove Valley. And then on this podcast, review what I saw. And you can, of course, follow along. If you like this podcast and you like what we do over at Mile High Sports or my Twitter, or whatever may be the case, 
drop me a DM and, and say hello. If you have a question, let me know. I love hearing from you, and hopefully you like it enough to where you give it a five stars on the many locations that this podcast is available, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and or MileHighSports.com. I certainly appreciate it. It makes me look better with the boss. And, uh, you know, let's spread some happy cheer, right? Happy positivity. Football is back. Yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. It's been a long time. And uh, we've been cooped up for long enough. We need a little bit of football back in our life, and I'm getting excited. Getting that kind of feeling in the stomach like, ooh, football's coming back. And hopefully, crush your fingers, we'll be able to play some games here in the near future. So we will continue to be covering it over there at MileHighSports.com. Again, MileHighSports.com and on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. Our podcast is presented by our friends at DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I appreciate you tuning in. Of course, this podcast multiple times per week. And if you want to continue to stay updated on the Broncos and follow this podcast, you can find the many locations that it's our Dad at Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.